0: Up, Lincoln. Come on, it's six o'clock. Rise and shine, rise
1: and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> Live from the copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 937 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kinda meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. The Mike Schaefer hour coming from 7 to 8 in studio. Looking forward to that today. Yes. Get to plenty of uh, football talk as well throughout the day. You had some sad news last night. Yeah, good morning. Um, good morning to you.
0: Yeah, we lost Norman the cat to a coyote. Now,
1: um, now if people are aware, Cut, Norman has been mentioned several times over the uh, years
0: in these airwaves. Well, here's the deal. Um, I'm, Yeah, now here's the deal. Good morning, Gus. Gus. Yeah, look at his face. Yeah, it's not this is a this is a Now this this is it's a important. quick quick topic, yeah, that people I mean, I l- listen, we live in the Waiuka cemetery area, middle of town, you know, near Hartley School, okay? So people can picture that. Middle of town, near East Campus, near Waiuka. Um, I don't know for a fact that he died by coyote, but I know this for a fact. We've had a coyote on our property the last three days, nights um, that we can see on our home cameras. That, like when I was telling Jake off the off the air, when we buried the chicken the other night, um, we went into the house at eight fifty four. On our on our camera system, the coyote appears at eight fifty seven. Three minutes later, three after minutes you had later, just had buried a chicken, we had never seen a coyote. We've seen, you know, like we've like a lot foxes. of people, yeah, like a lot of people. You see foxes on the grounds quite a bit, but this is the first time we've seen a coyote. Now I'm just putting two and two together. Norman's never been; he's always at the door first thing in the morning. He's a night cat. Um, you know, you come on. We know it's tough. Norman's he, tough. Norman's cat, scary. By the way. Yeah, he's a scary. He's a scary cat. Um, if I mean, yeah, and yeah, there's no. There, I mean, come on, put two and two together. What happened? And and you know the. The coyote was right outside the window last night. We heard him doing his coyote noises. You know, um, in the middle of town. Yeah, we're in the middle I mean, of town. Is,
1: this is not in the country. This is the middle of Lincoln. Yeah, if you, the middle.
0: Yeah, if you're in the Waiuka Cemetery area or East Campus, I I I figure it must come either from East Campus, all that out that space there, um, or uh, Waiuka. It's. It's a scary. It's scary because I like this morning. I see I see a lady walk into work, and I think, man, that I mean, she could definitely come across a coyote. Do you she, think do you think
1: it would attack a human? Though? I don't
0: know that. Now that's where that's if where you provoke it maybe, but yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think they'll attack you out of nowhere. I don't think so. I don't. know. I haven't I'm read not up a coyote on coyote expert. No, I don't, no, yeah, I don't know. Really, I don't, say I don't an expert. Yeah, here. I mean, honestly, one of my tasks today is what to do if confronted by a coyote. Okay. Um, and we, you know, you that, this is a big coyote. It's though. a big one. Yeah, this yeah, is not, this is a, not this a, is a big old one. Yeah, this is not a baby coyote. I mean, it was when I saw it. When I saw it on, on our camera system, it in our driveway. By the <laughs> way, I'm like, that is not a fox, man. And that's a big. At first, I was hoping it was a dog. Mm. No, that's a coyote. And then that, I heard it last night, which, which at 2:20, that'll give you chills. By the way, I'm sure it will when it's right outside your bed. Yeah, making the you know the. You know, the noises they make. Yeah. And, and usually they make that noise, I believe, if they get something. Now, we could have got a rabbit. Could have got the na- I mean, who knows what he got. But Norman is gone. Norman's gone. And I, I can't believe it would be anything but that.
1: Yeah, I always told you that in the past, like, I don't know, 10 years, I, whenever when everyone's to like, Holmes Lake and they had, like, uh, yeah. Beware of coyote signs. I said, "What the hell are you talking about? I've never seen yeah. a coyote in town." And Then these, I see all these stories the last two couple of years about yeah. coyotes at Holmes Lake or around town, mm-hmm. and now the, there's one in your yard. I mean, I guess yeah, yeah they they were, they were right all along that there was coyotes in the area. Oh and, yeah,
0: oh yeah, and around. now they're
1: spreading throughout town more than just the Holmes Lake area.
0: Yeah, I think this this conversation is almost, I would see it as a public service. This is it's real. I mean, it's real. It's real to to be mindful of it as a human, but especially if you have pets. I mean, we've lost a, a cat that we've had for nine years. I mean, it's a that's a difficult thing, especially for my wife. But it's, I mean, I walked Bullet this morning. I, I put him on a leash and walked him in the neighborhood. I, usually I just let him roll. Just let him go out. Uh, today. Do his thing. I'm not doing that today. I won't be doing that for an extended period. Or let the chicken out in the yard. No, now you can't let the chicken out. I mean, the chicken, I always tell you, the, ch- the chickens, when we had chickens, would go to bed at nightfall on their own. They would go to their coop. They know when it's nightfall. But that, that coyote is appearing at nightfall yep. now yep. Um, on our camera system. So what are you hearing from people? Uh,
1: Kent says it would not, a coyote would not attack a human unless it had babies nearby.
0: Okay, that's good to know. That's good. Or If
1: if it feels like you're somehow between them and their babies, yeah, you might be in trouble Uh without even without you
0: knowing. I hope to God that's that that they haven't that coyote hasn't established him him or herself to that level. Yeah. You know, I mean, we live in, you know, you know, that the thing that that concerns me a little bit is you've seen our place and it's really wooded back. Yeah, it is. Uh, And he comes out of those woods. You know. But you have a fence back there, don't yeah, you? Yeah, there's a fence. Does he separate... hop it, or what? Oh, uh, you come
1: through the front yard.
0: Uh, comes through the front. Okay. Now, see, it's not just us. I mean, I'm not thinking only of myself here. I mean, I have na- neighbors, a lot of them, and some of them have. Aunt, my immediate neighbor has a small little dog. Yeah, that. I mean, we're yeah, we're telling careful with that sucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's a serious conversation. If you see in your camera a coyote on your driveway. It's not a joke. I mean, that's not a joke. If you, especially if you have small kids or or uh, animals.
1: Yep. You know. uh, John, Texan. Good morning, Jake and Sip. R.I.P. Norman. Yesterday morning at about two thirty a.m., the foxes in my southeast Lincoln neighborhood were very. Noisy. It sounded like a little kid screaming outside, yeah. but it was a fox. Yeah, not the way you want to wake up early in the morning. No, uh, we had a fox in our backyard probably, about I don't know, like five or six months ago, and mm-hmm. it, it was early, like I don't know, like four a.m. Like, what the hell is that? It, what kid is outside screaming? My wife's like, "That's that's, that's a fox." Not, that's I'm a like, fox. That, "I said that's a, what a yeah. fox sounds yep, like." That's right.
0: That's a fox. It's, not sound? A, it's a disconcerting
1: sound. It is. That's the. That's a. Yeah, that's an unfortunate sound they make.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: Like, that's your sound. It, it,
0: now think what we're talking about here. Of all. And it's – you have a lot of stresses in this world. I, I don't like adding coyote to, in my driveway to the list, you know. Um, no. Fox, foxes, by the way, are manageable. That's a manageable. Yeah. They're, they're all over the place, They'll, too. they'll get some things, but they they're will. They are manageable. Well, they got, they massacred our chickens. I mean, we had oh, a chicken yeah. massacre, and that was a fox. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah, it was on camera. Oh, that was, that was yeah. on camera. Yeah, and, and my neighbor – my neighbor god bless him jared shout out to jared my he's no longer my neighbor but he used to be jake he he saw it happening hopped the fence and prevented more damage i mean he came barreling over the fence and the fox would have got more would have incurred more damage if not for jared um hopping the fence he's a young guy wow. um he can't he he saw what was happening and came to the rescue
1: pilots would definitely attack cats and smaller dogs for the text time. Well, that's already happened. We've seen that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And is a smaller dog. Um, and that's we're yeah, very concerned about that.
1: Well, sorry to hear about Norman. Yeah, um, thank you. I appreciate he's that. Been, uh, he's been so, he's been a part of the show in many ways. Yeah.
0: Norman Norman, I always kinda we talked about him in sort of uh, as a, a mean cat, but he was not mean to Lori. I mean he was he was uh he I mean he was very, very Attached to you, you
1: described Norman on the airwaves as a very handsome cat Mm. that super handsome that you would walk on the other side of the hallway when you saw him. If he
0: was standing there, because
1: he would stare you down, so get the hell out of my way. Yeah,
0: he he had quite a stare. I'll show Gus at the break. I think I have a couple photos of that stare. He had quite a stare, but yeah, he's super handsome. But black and white looked like he was wearing a tux. Yeah, sad. it's horribly sad. Yeah, it's it's and it and it's disconcerting sad, you know. Um, you almost wish he just would have got lost, yep. not killed by a damn coyote, you know. There's no way he got lost cuz no. he cause he's, he knows where home is. Yeah, at. yeah, exactly. It's been there many years. Yeah, so thanks Jake for yeah, your yeah, concern. You're, you're I appreciate you. You're your- welcome. I appreciate your concern. Uh, and people got to know this that that's happening. That's yeah, it's, it's imp- not I'm not isolated in this town. I mean I'm I live right across from Hartley School.
1: You know. Yes. Uh quick update before I move on to uh college football but last night the NBA finals the Celtics won. The Celtics ended up winning 116 100. They win by 16 Ooh, points in Boston. They had a big lead at halftime then they they got tight in the third fourth quarter and they pulled away.
0: Steph Curry Went off in the third quarter. Yeah,
1: but Boston wins
0: 116-100,
1: takes a 2-1 lead in the series. They will have uh, Game 4 also in Boston. I believe that's tomorrow or on Saturday. I'd like to see the Celtics win that series. Uh, 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. You know, we've gone through several different um, projections out there, odds books, what they're putting for Nebraska's. Uh, win total this year they're over under which has been seven and a half we've seen by a couple sports books but there's one place sip that's not right now drinking the kool-aid which i am perfectly fine with go prove yourself before you get kool-aid consumed Uh, athlon sports sip was going through their big 10 rankings or their big 10 projected finishings finishes in the east and the west and nebraska comes in at fifth in the West, behind this order, Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, then Nebraska, Illinois, and Northwestern. First of all, let me ask you about that order. Do you do you like that order that they had? Are you it's, okay with uh, that?
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's 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 a, it's a what we've established it's a wide open race, I, except you wouldn't put Illinois or Northwestern in it. So. I said that I said that very matter-of-factly and I believe it but yeah the other five teams are the other five teams are potential first place finishers and you kind of I would almost I wouldn't say totally I wouldn't say completely put them in a hat and pull one out I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far but it's close enough to that. Wisconsin's not a resounding favorite. It you know what the interesting one is. It's Purdue at number two, right? Well,
1: but we've said that could be
0: possible though. You know we've we, uh, yeah, yeah. we're 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 high on Purdue this year, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Even now, without David Bell and Milton right? Yeah, I gotta walk something back, by the way. The other day I said I was I was I almost leaning toward or going to pick Iowa to win the West. Talked to a few Iowa. I'll say pundits. How about that? Pundits. No, I'm I'm backing off of it. They just don't have the offense. That's that the word in Iowa is that. Oh the word everywhere with Iowa is they just don't have the offense. They were bad on offense last year. Probably a similar picture this year. Okay. Yeah. So I wouldn't I'm I'm backing off that. So you you pick Wisconsin yeah. even though Wisconsin's lost eight starters on defense. Iowa. And, and they have Graham Mertz, which come on, I mean Man, Mertz sucks. <laughs>
1: Uh, but but back, Iowa. Really, okay. Iowa quickly. Iowa yeah. didn't have an offense last year, and they still made the Big Ten championship. True, true you know, enough. It, it, like I, I gave you that stat, which I'm. St- I will say against it. It shocked me to see that that over the last five years, Iowa leads all of college football by ten over the next person. Oh, second place, they have eighty nine picks on defense over the last five
0: seasons. Yeah, and they're loaded on defense. Um. They're yeah they're they have eight back on defense eight eight starters back on defense they also have eight starters back on offense but you know how that goes it's that's a you almost wish they didn't one of them is Spencer Petras um, who's back I mean this is usually good news right he's back for his third season as a starter I, and, I, I, and I don't I've know if fans you, would feel that same not, way in Iowa yeah I don't I've told you I. I've said I like Petrus to a point. I like the way he conducts himself, but as a leader, but I mean, come on, he uh, his numbers are just not good. Twelve touchdown passes, eleven interceptions. Twelve touchdown passes, eleven interceptions. Um, that that, by the way, is combining Spencer Petrus and Alex Padilla.
1: Yeah, and Padilla. Was not, not exactly classy. impressive either. I mean, not against Nebraska. Some people liked him more, but I don't know if, if if I do. If I was an Iowa fan, I wouldn't say that that guy
0: is is way better than Petrus. They think they're in a tough problem there in terms of uh, moving the ball on offense. Yeah, Iowa has on defense back Riley Moss, who who is an All Big Ten level corner, and yes. Jack Campbell, who had 143 tackles. Again, Iowa is looks loaded on defense. Not on offense. I don't think you can pick them. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I they, know. I know they won it last. But here is the deal.
1: Here is you know I, this. This pains me to do this. It pains me. But Iowa has become very consistently good. They have overcome. I guess expectations before the season of of oh this this their offense sucks or they've lost too many guys defensively. They just they've keep rebuilding. They found something the last seven years or so under Kirk Ferentz, the the same stretch that Nebraska has not beat them since 2014, where they are consistently a contender in the West to win it. They're going to be a contender. Eight, nine, ten wins every season.
0: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I mean, Purdue has Iowa's number, by the way. They do. They do. Purdue is leaning on the fact that they have Aiden O'Connell back, who a lot of people believe is a second-best Quarterback in the conference and Purdue. Purdue media fans seem to think that that defense is real. I mean, that's a real defense, deep up front, and that they can lean hard on their on its on their defense. Now, are they real? Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You're going to find out because they open against Penn State. They P- Purdue opens its season in West Lafayette. Against Penn State now that's a must see game. If you you're can still, if you're a Nebraska fan, you got to see it, right?
1: You can still be real with the loss in that game. <laughs> Just be fair, Hold on. A win's great. Okay, you, now wait a second. What about still,
0: Nebraska? What about your take last year with Nebraska? Well, that was different. Ne- Nebra-
1: Illinois was bad. That's <laughs> true. Penn State is going to be a, a ranked yeah, team or, or good. You know, projected to be a good
0: team. That's that's a
1: that's Illinois. Fair. I said you have to win because that's the easiest game in your fair. schedule. Yeah. Like, Penn State's not the easiest game on Purdue's schedule, no, so no, that's why. It doesn't change anything in but terms of what their season could be. You would be.
0: still say you will know a lot about Purdue right off the bat, whereas if they played Indiana State off the bat, you wouldn't know that much. Yeah, positive.
1: sure. I'm, I'm curious where O'Connell— Nothing, nothing against Indiana State. Do, do most of the passes go to Payne Durham's way, or does Charlie Jones now get you know, involved in the offense? Oh, because Jake, of now the hold on. Of,
0: hold on. You're misreading the board there, my friend. Purdue's got a lot of receivers to throw to other than Charlie Jones.
1: I Well, they, they again, they lost their two best receivers. David yeah. Bell is gone, yeah. and Milton Wright is not eligible to play. That's, so that's why I say it. it's not that they feel egregious they, here. They, they feel
0: Purdue feels, and I will
1: read them. They might have a lot of guys, but it's not their top two that they had, and you I, can't take that away from it.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see what they say here. In the Lindys, nope, oh, yep, the, in the Lindys. Lindys um well, this is what they say, okay, this is what Lindy says about Purdue. How about this? QB Aiden O'Connell, yeah, I'm reading out of a magazine right now. QB Aiden McConnell will give Purdue a chance in every game, throwing to a Jake, get ready, throwing to a deep and promising collection of wideouts. who
1: give me some players there. does it say who?
0: All I can tell you is that they're top two guys. Well, they have they have, they have have Tyrone Tracy, who's a transfer from Iowa. Uh, Brock Thompson, they say, may need to emerge. Um, it's time, it says, for someone from the trio of TJ Sheffield, Mershon Rice, and Abdur Rahman Yassin to break out. Uh, Payne Durham yeah the tight end I like Payne Durham oh yeah the the tight end unit ranks among the best in the Big Ten with Payne Durham and Garrett Miller they they're as usual Purdue has big question marks up front on 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 the offensive line they 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 haven't been good up front for a little while Um, the defense yes George Karlaftis is gone but the line could still be the strength of the defense according to Lindy's hmm. yeah Purdue I think I have a
1: tough time believing that but that's know, fine oh, I, I, Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to be skeptical here
0: I, oh yeah it's easy to be skeptical about Purdue you
1: lose a top you lose a first round pick in defense on the defensive line I don't think you just get better without him
0: Purdue fan would say hey uh, what what when's the last time you guys were in a bowl game in Nebraska? <laughs> okay
1: well Purdue fan. Shut up, number one. <laughs> Pipe down over there. <laughs> no. Number two, I am allowed to look with my own eyes at your depth chart and yeah. what you have coming back and what you do, what you they, don't.
0: They'd say, I know the last time you were in a bowl game, you lost fairly big to Tennessee, which we beat last year in a bowl game. So... Uh, what do you think about that? Well,
1: I'd say just stay in your own lane, there, Purdue. Stay in your stay, own lane. Stay well, in your we, lane we're Purdue. in our
0: lane in Lincoln last year, and we beat you, by the way. So, yeah, we were in the lane. Purdue, and we fan, I'm just <laughs> Purdue fan, you got a, got a whopper coming your way. I'm just saying.
1: Okay, so Purdue, yeah, Wisconsin, well, Purdue, do do? Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska. Now, now come on,
0: there's the default. The default is pick Wisconsin.
1: Well, here's the deal, though, for those who are like, ah, oh, Nebraska fifth. You go back to 2019. Minnesota was a common fifth pick in the at the Big Ten West. They did not win the West. They finished second, but they were picked fifth in the preseason by Cleveland.com and a lot of different projections put them fifth. And they said, nah, we're 11 and two. We're good. You can still, you can still. Again, it is a five-team race. I wonder if, if it is. the rest of the division believes Nebraska is in that race or not. I,
0: I, it's hard to tell. For the contenders, at least. Yeah. You, I listen to what outsiders say, and it's sort of mixed, but you do hear, as usual, as is typical, you hear a lot of respect coming from the outside uh, and less respect in the vortex, which, I, which is common. We're in the vortex. We know all. We know every flaw. Uh, we know every wart. A lot of people look at it. I've heard. I hear a lot of people talk about it on the outside, and they always say, "Hey, Nebraska wasn't bad last year." I mean, they were in. You know, they lost eight one-score games. We all know that. Um, and you, you, get a lot of that. I, you know what you don't hear a lot of? Nebraska's bad. They're not bad. That's the thing. I always say it. We have to listen to ourselves. Jake, we had this conversation. Me and you had this conversation, but I also had it on another radio program yesterday. When the co-host said, "You know what? I think they can beat Oklahoma," and I said, "So I, evidently, you don't think Nebraska is exactly in shambles, then?" Because you just <laughs> you're you're saying <laughs> publicly that you think you, they can beat Oklahoma.
1: Well, that's that's more of a combination of the fact they almost beat them last year on the road. New, new head coach at Oklahoma. That that might be more of a question of how
0: good is going to be this I year, I don't too. know if you're, if you're saying... I mean, I don't think you're going to say about UTEP. I think they're going to beat Oklahoma. I think they can beat Oklahoma. You wouldn't say that.
1: Right? But UTEP's in a smaller conference, too. They're well, I'm, supposed okay. to okay. be...
0: I mean, I, uh, Indiana. Okay. I mean, so you don't look at Nebraska in the same way you look at Indiana. Maybe you should, but you don't. I d- and, and I would say this... I don't think you should I have to listen to myself you know I I've said six wins but I'm mm, trending towards seven um I wrote down six in the board over there you you won't six and six I wrote seven and five Mm -hmm. um I'm sure we do our our
1: week of picks that I'll probably go to seven and five at some point but mm -hmm. as of right now I I said at six and six yeah
0: see I think you should go I should think you should reconsider that because of what's happened in the transfer portal now, you know they have some dudes walking around over there that that are pretty formidable up front. they gotta gel together yeah, yeah, they do um yeah,
1: a bunch of pieces that are talented that don't work together is not much at all you know, you gotta get it's a, gotta, gotta be it's all so together, which here. is
0: which goes back to maybe what you said last year is even more important this year about game one it might even oh, be oh God. More, Oh yeah, it might. It might even be more important because with all those pieces, I mean, this is the prevailing wisdom at this point. It's not a hot take that Nebraska, because of because there's not going to be an established long term chemistry in the locker room. That if if you have immediate success, it will really help the locker room part of it. And if you don't, it could come apart. Yeah, fairly easily.
1: I mean. There's if anyone pushes back on the importance of beating Northwestern to begin the season, and say it's not that important, oh. I, I, I don't think. I just don't. I don't think you understand. I, I don't think that person understands
0: that that means everything. I'm not pushing back this year on that. Yeah, we're not going to have an. That's ongoing... the
1: one team that you beat last year in conference play, and you waxed them. It wasn't close from start to finish. From from the second that game began, it was domination, and that's the only Big Ten game you won. If you can't beat them to begin the season and and do it again, I'm not saying it's to wax it, but just beat them. Win by win by one. I don't care what you win by. Beat the team. They need to win the game. It is imperative. I'm not. The season back. will not go well if they lose to Northwestern. I'll say it again.
0: Say it again.
1: Nebraska's season <laughs> will not end well if they lose game one to Northwestern. I
0: I remember last summer when we would get in fairly heated discussions yeah. about. You saying the biggest game was Illinois and, yeah, and I stood forward. by it the whole summer, yeah, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And I would be like, come on, you can't yep, do that. You did. You did. Um, I'm glad you're at least admitting that. Yeah, you ended up being correct. And, and you will notice that this summer, it is June 8th, best I can tell. June 9th, actually. Oh, God. Yesterday was the 8th. Yeah. Today is Thursday. So June 9th,
1: we're steaming toward Dublin. I know. Yeah, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah, yeah
0: believe me. Like July, June, June's going to fly. And July is going to fly. Yeah, yeah. August twenty seventh is Dublin. You will not get any resistance from me on that take this year. They got to be. They got to beat Northwestern. Well, right <laughs> I
1: mean, now, look at this. Northwestern's picked last in the. West. If you look at Athlon Sports, Northwestern's picked last in the West. Again, if you want to if you want to be considered serious contenders, at least for to prove these different odds out there from Caesar Sportsbooks and different. Uh, you know, and, and what they're putting out there and believe that this is going to be the year you get back to a bowl game. I'm sorry. That's that's your easiest conference game you have this season. Mm-hmm. Now, Indiana might contend for that. They, they aren't very good either. But Northwestern's a team that you
0: know that you can beat because you just here's, did. It. Here's a key. Here's a key. Here's a key part of Northwestern. And this what time is it here? 627. Oh, we got a little time for a hot take. The Wildcats. <laughs> always, always time for a hot take. Northwestern scored um, just 16.6 points per game last season, Jake. 16.6. Okay. They need to be much better at quarterback on the O-line. The defense finished 119th in the nation against the run. My feeling as I go through the offseason still Talk to some of the guys um, now, which I did. Again, I talked to Tur- – Tur- we should talk more about the conversations I'm having with these guys. Turner Corcoran uh, la- yesterday, by the way, gave, gave a huge thumbs up to the new Tom Cruise film. Oh, uh, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah. Turner Corcoran has w- – w- I think he was going last night for the third time. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I got to go. Yeah, he said the theaters are packed. But Turner Corcoran um, – Talk to Turner Corcoran, Talk to Marquise Buford about, I wanted to figure out, was that stuff we heard about the run game in the spring? Was that real? Marquise Buford, <laughs> a safety. You know, this is not, these are all, it's always, a, it's always good news, bad news conversations. The safety said, yeah, big holes in the spring for the running backs. You know, not, he said it wasn't like every play. But there were often times when those, when those running backs were run through big holes. Um, offensive line, and Turner, that's, and Turner Corcoran said the same thing. You could drive a Mack truck through a lot of the holes. He wasn't participating because he was hurt, but he was watching every practice as a, in essentially a coaching role. And he said it was real. The run blocking part of the spring, like Sean Becton. Remember Sean Becton saying, you might remember we talked about it when after Sean Becton late in the spring said that the – the run game has consistently had the upper hand against the defense. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask those guys about it, and Turner said, yeah, I mean, we we had a really good spring in the run with the run game. I mean, a lot of big holes. The mentality change is significant. Um, uh, in fact, I had a quote from him on Twitter last night. Um, I don't think you read anything I read. I do, too. (laughs) I read it. I'm joking, I already made my rundown, but Um, I I can always adjust here. um, Turner Corcoran said this. I just put this quote on Twitter as a way to preview the column. Okay, now, I'll be interested in your reaction. Coach Rayola's terms are this. You want your defender to be 10 yards away from the line of scrimmage or on his back. It was one of the first things he said to us in December when he got to campus. Now you would say, "Well, wait a second. What offensive line coach doesn't have that mentality?" And it's just like anything else. It's, it's, it's. Um, they emphasize it to varying degrees, and with and with Donovan, Turner Corcoran said, "It's it is what we live by." I mean, it's this is there is a there, there's definitely a mentality shift. It's like you have. You someone said on Twitter made a good point um, that you might have a boss who says we're going to put customers first all the time now that some bosses, all bosses will say that, you know, but some live it and it becomes very clear to their employees. Yeah, he means it. It's customers first. Okay. others you can see by their action. Now, it's not really he says that or he or she says that, but it's not really the case. Your eyes are glazed over. You are not listening. I was
1: listening to everything and, and also seeing what Gus was telling me over there. Yeah, what's going Triple on? Triple task. That? Yeah, he said his computer crashed. i got to run the video stream. It's fine.
0: Um. Yes, got it.
1: All right. So there you go. Uh, once again, Nebraska picked fifth by fifth. Sports, Sports. Uh, that's good for yeah, Nebraska. I think I, I'm, I'm fine with
0: it. Yeah, that's Prove good. It. That's good. I think it's good for Nebraska. They can, they can see that, and it should it should provide fuel. I, yeah, I want this team to show that they can be
1: motivated by something out there that like doubts them, or just the fact they've missed five straight bowl games. Like, can you not be motivated and jacked you know to go prove yourself and, and doubters
0: wrong yeah, here? I think. I mean, the, the kids would really love a bowl game. I, I I hope they understand what they're missing. It's fun. Those things are fun, right? They haven't been it's there in reward. five years. Yeah,
1: it's a reward. Read some some things that are negative against you and prove them wrong. Like, come on. Bulletin board material! It's everywhere! Get pissed! More next and early break on the ticket.